0: Court, the movie podcast where Sean
1: and John
0: <laughs> and <Josh laughs> watch shit, talk shit, and most importantly eat shit. We are the law. We've got sure. super special secret guest, Josh Lewis, with us. He hey, is everybody. alive and well. Um, unfortunately, our good friend Rob Haynes, who was supposed to be on the show, is still alive and well, but... He's sick, and he didn't. And he didn't want to talk about the old guard with us. He said that he hated it, and that he hates us personally and physically. He hates the way we look, so he doesn't <clears> want to look at our face or body. Uh, but we do have the late great Josh Lewis with us to talk about the old guard.
1: How are you, sir? Well, I'll be goddamn if I ain't doing fine. <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> yeah. T- sure. Tell me more.
1: Well, I mean, I watched this movie within 30 minutes of us doing this. Oh yeah. That's how good I'm doing. I got that much downtime that you can sporadically say, hey, will you watch an over, well, it's right at two hours. It's like 2.06. Movie. And I said, let me see if I can pencil this in. And then I just looked at my my agenda <laughs> planner thing and just went, oh, boy. And then here I am, after watching that whole movie. Watched you every op- bit of it.
0: You opened it up and like a fly flew out of it. And you're <laughs> like, well, up. I guess
1: I got time. <laughs> just a skeleton hand.
0: You blew the dust <laughs> off of it
1: and yeah. you're like,
0: well, I guess I got plenty of time to get this uh, podcast going. Um, we watched the old guard. Have I mentioned that yet? I don't even remember. We watched um, the old guard. Did I mention that, Josh? I, I got it. Okay. We, <laughs> well, as I'm long paying as you attention, know. Though,
1: I don't know if your fucking idiot <laughs> fans are, but I'm definitely paying attention.
0: <laughs> Honestly, our fans are not idiots. They're. Geniuses for listening to this podcast, they would have to be geniuses because it's so great and we have such a great time. Um, the first thing we always do on this show is we force our guest, uh, our untimely guest, Josh Lewis, to would you just tell us the whole plot for us? Would you just give us the entire plot of this movie? Which you want me to take 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 it from the top and work my way down to the bottom? Um, I mean. I guess so. That's probably the easiest way to do it. But okay. if you want to start in the middle and I'm go to Tarantino I
1: want Tarantino to this fucker so yeah. it just confuses you the first three times you watch it. Yeah, um, The Old Guard yes. 2020 uh, A group yeah. <laughs> a group of uh, elite Navy Seal Highlanders are yes. out on the prowl and yeah. they, they do a lot of killing but they do it for the right reasons so they mm. say yes. and then One day, uh, a CIA agent that Mm -hmm. you don't know is led by Big Pharma comes in and goes, "Hey, I'm going to help you all out." Then they go into a basement, get shot all to hell. Then you find out they're even more Highlanderish that they they quit they heal even quicker, and there's no quickening, which is weird for a Highlander movie. This is obviously a Highlander movie. It It is in the Highlander cinematic universe. Yeah, because you find out all these Highlanders have been alive for like a thousand years, Mm -hmm. and they just and there's not a whole lot of them. (laughs) And they're all going to eventually die until there's probably only one left. Right. The, so, well, I've heard there can be only one. That's just what I heard. Yeah, we'll find out. There's obviously going to be sequels. Because <laughs> yes, that's so how the clearly, movie is. Clearly yeah. going to be sequels. Then a marine lady, she, she finds out she's a Highlander. They go get her. And she's very reluctant. Then there is no training or anything <laughs> like that or a montage like the original Highlander. Yeah. Uh, there is no Scottish people that, mm-hmm. say they're from Spain, like the original Highlander, yeah. and then they uh, they say, hey, we're gonna go do some shit, and then two of them get caught, and then they get in trouble, and then the rest of them go get them real easy without even thinking about it, and then there's an ending with somebody was putting an Iron Maiden. Yeah, That's the whole movie. I believe so. That's most of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think after that they do more getting people out and stuff, but... Sure. Wait. I don't know. I don't really know what happened in this movie, but... I did love it. I had a great time. No, I didn't love it, but it was fine. Right. Um, <laughs> it was completely fine. Uh, while we're talking about what an amazing movie this was, or maybe not that great, do you want to tell us about your beef lamb year of the picture? What was your favorite part of this uh, piece of cinema? Josh.
1: Uh, uh. <laughs> 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 well, there was a whole battalion of female Marines. I'm pretty sure it's a battalion, maybe just a squad, maybe, yeah. maybe into a company. Um, the, the problem with them was, is that their friend gets her throat cut and they are pretty sure that she dies. Yeah. And then when she lives, everybody gets real mad at her. <laughs>
0: yes. I think that's it's your my favorite, favorite part? part, I think so. Because
1: it just—I mean, the fighting chore- choreography is pretty cool. That fight, yeah. like the church, is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, one of the final boss battles is pretty cool. In the hallway, the glass hallway is pretty cool. But all yeah. that stuff—I mean, you can find that in other movies. That's fine, but mm-hmm. you don't get to see every day some elite fighting force women. No, say hey, one of her own is dead, and everybody gets sad. And then they go, but she's alive, and everybody goes, "That bitch!" <laughs> they <laughs> shudder. <laughs>
0: it's extremely strange because, okay, I I too noticed this. It was not my favorite part, but I do want to talk about it because I wrote it down in my notes. It's strange to have that reaction because, okay, I would think if if a friend of mine, especially in like a military situation where your friendships. Must be super powerful because you are looking out for each other. Yeah. And you're just so desperate to keep them alive, not only because you like them, but also because it will keep you alive. There is like something, some powerful connection. They're like, we're all living in the same place. We're all fighting the same war. We're, we have to be one. I just can't imagine if if my friend died and then they turned out okay. I would be like, how dare you! I'm just <laughs> yeah. so mad. I would be confused. I would definitely be like. Hey um, Niall, I this is gonna sound, I know that you seem fine, but do you feel okay? Because I saw you die; your heart stopped pumping. Uh, I saw gallons of your blood on the floor. Are you okay? Can we talk about how you feel? Because I would assume that you are feeling weird right now. Yeah, but no I, one says that; they just sneer at her.
1: They go. Argh. Not one person walked up and was like, "Are you into like witchcraft or?" Did you, is this a prank? Did you, was this like a Tom Savini fucking apparatus on your neck? Whenever that dude cut it. That'd That'd be an amazing prank. Oh my God, it would be so good. Like three days later, just show back up. What's up
0: (laughs) y'all. Hey, I'm fine. Uh, What I did is I got, I got like 17 women from this Afghani village. And I got one man who's uh, playing some kind of drug runner. I don't quite know what he does. And uh, I got him to pretend to slash my throat, and then I pretended to die, and now I'm back. Hey.
1: Here's the important thing, guys. Whenever I shot that man, he is dead. <laughs> he was basically just defending himself. The he joke died. was yeah, the joke was I was gonna kill a man in front of you guys just to see what happened. <laughs> he ended up slashing my throat. Now I'm a Highlander.
0: Maybe it was a double whammy where she like, okay, she was like, I got this great idea for like a surprise for the for the ladies back at camp. But also, I'll get to kill this guy that we're supposed to kill anyway. So mm-hmm. she, she like she he, hmm. I don't know how she would make that work. Okay, I let me know. tell let me tell you about my b flame euro <laughs> of this picture. Um, uh, teamwork murder stuff. They do it a few times. They do it in that first part where they're trying to kill the guy in Afghanistan. They're doing the tap on the shoulder and they do like hand stuff and they oh, do yeah. the thing where they. They put the gun down when they're walking past someone that looks like military shit. I, I would assume that they really do that. Cause you don't want to shoot someone you're with. And they do it later when they're in the big group with immortals and Niall, the new immortal. They're like going through, what is it? Merrick. They're in the, yeah. they're in Merrick's lab slash huge office building. And they're going around, they're doing around corners, tapping each other on the shoulder. I like all of that shit. Um, I yeah, like other they had stuff. A really
1: good military advisor or something on this for that. Yes. Yeah, that was very subtle, but yeah, that was really cool.
0: Yeah, I liked all of that shit. Um, I liked in the same way that they. I mean, I think it's a bad idea to compare this to John Wick movies just from a quality standpoint because you'll go, "Oh, this is not a John Wick movie." <laughs> but yeah. in they do have some of that. Uh, I I think it's admirable that they are killers, and many of them have been killers for a million years, so they are hyper-accurate killers. Like, the people they're fighting against are shooting at them, and they're not really getting hit, and then they go around the corner, they shoot them in the head, and then they're done. I like that sort of, we have been training since guns existed. We're so good at guns. We, we've been we've had guns for like one hundred and forty years. So we are really good at guns. And if I want to shoot someone who's 20 feet away, I can easily shoot them in the head and instantly
1: kill them. And I like that. That was pretty uh, cool. They also carried yeah. swords with themselves. Yes. Before I knew what the movie was about, I was like, why do these dummies have swords and <laughs> <Yeah>. assault rifles? <laughs> it seems like one you don't bring to a certain fight.
0: Yeah, you don't bring a sword to an AR-15 fight.
1: (laughs) The old (laughs) saying. But they
0: do. It can be useful in close combat. I mean, you run out of bullets, you're going to need that sword. And it's also a nice short sword, so you can do some really close combat stuff, cut some people to shit. An axe, though? is a little
1: much. Especially a circular axe.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're just showing off uh, Andromache of Scythia. Um, we can't just talk about the stuff we loved about this film. Uh, we must talk about the low main, low man of the picture. What was your least favorite part of this whole film?
1: Can I get a few?
0: Yes. Oh, yes. Drop a bunch on us.
1: Okay. Uh, I hated the music. I almost hated every song that sure. came through because it was so fucking ill-fitting. Did you notice that? That it was just... Yes. Like somebody just went, uh, this is on my Spotify, and they just put it in. Like it didn't even fit the scene. Like there would be, there was like finally like one scene towards the end, whenever they could play something kind of low, mm-hmm. just kind of low key, and yeah. instead they played something fast. Where I was like, yeah. who did this? Why did they do this?
0: Yeah, it's still it it's a lot of. I don't know if the modern sounding pop music was specifically written for the movie, or if this was already pre existing modern sounding pop music. But it did seem like they were just kind of, ah, let's drop something in that'll make people who are 15 feel like this movie is for them. <laughs> they'll they'll like this, even if yeah. it doesn't really get anybody hyped up for this scene where people are getting brutally murdered. But let's, you know, let's put some 808, you know, trap beats on there and see how they feel.
1: <laughs> yeah, but all of them were about love and stuff. <laughs> That's yes. has got me. It was just like, you know, like big bass, like, yeah, very much trap sounding. Yeah. And then it would all of a sudden turn into like electronica. Yeah. And if that's like a new modern thing, that's fine. I'm dumb. I'm out of the fucking loop. I'm cool with that. But also something like moves a fucking movie. And also, how can you have a whole Highlander movie without a single fucking queen song? Oh, a whole Highlander movie, not a single queen song. Yeah. I,
0: I mean, they should have at least at the very end
1: used who wants to live forever or something. Something. Anything. Uh, Here's another one. Okay. Uh, Towards the beginning, this is an old trope in a lot of these action movies. Yes. So there's an open air market in a foreign country. Sure. Where nobody is white. Yeah. And then white people, very tall white people, walk straight through it and nobody even pays them attention. Just to have like some sort of covert dinner or luncheon. Yes. And nobody ever notices that in every fucking movie. And this one's the exact same. I can keep going. You ready?
0: No, wait, let me comment on this last one. It's also weird that, like, part of their entire deal is not getting seen. Like, they don't want to get photographed because they, but the surveillance state makes that very hard for them. But they don't want to get photographed because they don't, I don't quite know why. I I mean, how likely is it that someone will see a picture from 400 years ago? Well, there aren't pictures, (laughs) but a drawing from 400 years ago. And they'll go. Wait a minute. I think that's the same lady I saw in the open air market in Afghanistan the other day. I got to get I got to look into this and then figure it out
1: somehow. I don't get it. But go ahead. Yeah, this looks like my my friend from World War Two. And you haven't aged a bit. Or (laughs) looks like my friend from a cave painting. Yeah, Yeah. people have lineages. Like I'm I'm sure there's somebody in everybody's family that they can look back on and go, oh, goddamn, that looks just like me. You yeah. know, that's just the way DNA works, I guess. I don't know.
0: Every one of Charlie's Theron's kids is going to be hot as hell. Every, every one of every one of her parents are probably super duper hot. It's probably like three generations back when they were kind of weird teeth and kind of ugly. But they they've found the beautiful people. They made more beautiful people and then they found even more beautiful people. And then they made Charlize and it went great. I'm so proud yeah. of them.
1: They've done really well, considering she's <laughs> 75 years old, I think, right?
0: I know. She looks She looks like she's 14 years old. How? She's just, <laughs> her skin is so
1: beautiful. It is beautiful. I will admit. Like, even while watching this, I was like, wasn't she in Devil's Advocate in the 90s? Yes. Whenever I was a teenager. Now I'm breaching, like I'm hardcore breaching middle-aged man. Yeah. And she still looks so hot. Yeah. But, just this movie you don't see any bush. Whatever. That's another problem. Yeah. Well, every uh here's another thing. Everybody in this movie is so quick to just believe something. Yes. So like whenever uh, so the one part whenever they're storming into big pharma, yeah, and they're gonna save their buddies and yes. she's like, I don't like killing people, the the new marine girl. She's like, I don't like killing people. They're like, okay. well, don't you don't have to go. And she's like, all right. And she drives half a mile down the road and goes, you know what? I feel like there might be a double cross. I better go back and save everybody. And I was like, what the fuck? I would just kept driving. I would have never stopped. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's stupid.
0: Well, she's a good person and and you are not.
1: Sorry. I keep telling them that. I don't know if they're ever going to listen to me. (laughs) Uh I can't remember the other one. There's another one. I can't remember if I wrote it down. It's like one of those ones. Oh, yeah. A female Civil War soldier. Did you see the picture?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: In a historical time where people do not respect women. She was like a general (laughs) or something where I was like, I think we would all heard about that, right? Maybe she, maybe
0: she like really put a lot of mud on her face and was like, oh, me,
1: I'm just a regular guy like you guys. Yeah, she just uh, got how- a, bee, a a beard of bees. <laughs> <laughs> so- maybe so.
0: She had to do something because that if I saw if I saw Charlize Theron at any time of my life wearing any clothes, I'd be like, "Wow, that's really that's a not only is that a beautiful woman, but that's like a really tall beautiful." Maybe that's how she got away from it, away with it, just because she was like fucking six foot three, just a huge like a really tall woman, and they were just like, "Well." Wow, I mean, women can't be tall, so she she that must be a man. C- yeah. Get on in here. You can be Robert E. Lee Jr.
1: That feller gives me a boner. He should leave <laughs> <laughs> us. Give her a musket, I guess.
0: Yeah. Give this person a musket.
1: <laughs> Everybody I should mean. get a musket, because the only thing that stops bad guys with muskets is mm-hmm. six or three beautiful women. Yes. Period.
0: With muskets.
1: Not oh, sure why not.
0: Okay, here's my low mains. I got a few. Um, I mean, I've got a lot of other stuff to talk about, but my main low main is I feel like this script has something that I think of as Wachowski syndrome uh, in that it does this thing. I wrote down one (coughs) of them where they say, it's not what you forget. This is something Charlie says. uh, It's not what you forget. It's what stays with you. It's like that sort of thing where like every line is supposed to be profound, but they're always turned a little bit and they, yeah. do. and I am, I am one of the great Wachowski defenders. I, I love most of their movies and dislike only a few, uh, but even in speed racer, which is one of my very favorite movies, they do this thing where it's like, it's not, uh, whether you can drive, it's whether you're driven and it's just like, ugh, come on. Come on, you don't have to do something that obvious. Sometimes in the Wachowski movies, they do it like twice in the same sentence, and they do that same thing in this, where it's like there's like okay, uh, it's not if how, how it's not uh, about how you play the game. It's how it's about how get how you don't get played. D- you don't, don't get played. It's just that yeah. like we just turned the thing around. And is that profound? I don't know. Are we making something that me it has meaning? Maybe yeah. this is extremely meaningful.
1: It's like everything either has to be a bumper sticker slogan or something that somebody goes, well, my daddy used to tell me sometimes when we'd sit on the porch together. Yeah. It's not how you drive. It's how you get driven. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Also, I think um, it is weird in this one just because, um, I don't know. I feel like if I was really, really old. I just wouldn't care that much about trying to be profound, especially with my friends who I'd kno- known for hundreds of years, like have I have almost never in my entire life said anything profound, but especially not near my friends to whom I speak to in a totally different way that is mostly dumbed down. Like I, I speak mostly like an idiot around my friends because we are all dumb together and we say dumb things. But like she and other people in this movie are talking about very rich, profound things, and I don't believe
1: anyone speaks like that. I feel uh, like we need to get to a profound saying now.
0: Ooh, maybe I'll have one. I'll think yeah. about it.
1: How about this uh, for starters? Okay. It's not. Be- it's not about being a pro. Yeah. It's about being found. Wow. <laughs> like yeah. I or like it. It's not about being profound. It's being found by a pro. Yes. Okay. You think that's gonna work? You think I like it? Oh, dude, that's a shirt. That's merch.
0: It's it's not about baseball. It's about balling bases. Doing this
1: shit is incredible. Here's another
0: low main. Uh oh, we can hear you, John. Uh... <laughs> John is on the line. <laughs> you,
1: but... We got caller number four. John is on the line. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. Uh, another thing I don't like about it. It feels like a pilot, which is... Yeah. It's so clearly meant to be uh, set up for a sequel. And with rare exceptions, the first movie in a series where they set up a bunch of shit is just not as exciting as the second movie where you already know the character and a bunch of shit gets to happen. Like even Spider-Man 1, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, which I love is just not nearly as good as Spider-Man 2 because he gets to be Spider-Man the whole fucking time. And this one is like, okay, well, they're old, and then, okay, and then, um, well, now Andy can die, so we need to know that. That's important. And that means that, not really in this movie, because she she only fights for like 10 minutes when she's uh, able to be killed. But in the next movie, oh, it's going to be really scary because she can die. Um... Yeah, so it felt like, I mean, I guess maybe this is just a Netflix movie, so they're thinking, you know, well, we're gonna ha- we're gonna be able to make a bunch of money off of this, yeah. So let's make even more money off of it. It's the same way they did it with Extraction. I don't know if you saw that one, but I was on um, here for that. Oh yeah, you were. I so, did not so, like it. Yeah, eh, it's fine. Uh, but they do the same thing where it's like, well, we're just gonna make another movie. We we have to make another movie. Um, okay, a few yeah. things. And, go and ahead.
1: I think it's just because it's a comic book movie too. So Greg sure. Ruka, uh, yeah, Greg Ruca wrote this, and for a comic book, I mean, I flipped through it a few times. It's, I mean, it, work, it moves really well. Okay. Uh, this this, from what I've read, is extremely close to the Greg Ruka book, okay. and so that means there's a lot of shit you can do in the comic book world that just doesn't always translate over to movie world because. Yeah. Because you can go slow, fast, real easy in comic books. You can zip out of like realities. You can go into dream sequences and stuff like that, and it doesn't really hurt the comic book. Mm-hmm. But in movies, you kind of have to sometimes, especially in a, a, a dumb action movie like this, you got to take people by the fucking nose yeah. and let them know. So that's the reason why I wish there was more montages of shit that happened in the past, sure. so we could see what kind of badasses they are. Because who wants to wait till the second movie to see that shit? get that shit yeah. out of the way in the first kind yeah. of go back and forth between the present day and the past, which they did very little of. Yeah. But I'm just saying this movie reminded me of the Highlander in the worst way. Like they could have taken the format of the original Highlander. Yeah. Just crammed this movie into it and probably had a much more fun movie, kept the same fucking fight fuck choreographs and stuff like that. Sure. Cause there's even one part whenever she's kind of using her gun, like a sword. Like she would press it into people's chest and like twist and shit. Dude, it had some great parts, but for the majority of it, it was just kind of, oh, okay, this is happening. Where you just kind of get slogs where you're like, yeah, I know she's coming back to save them. Okay. There was like never any, everything was very predictable.
0: Yeah. I also don't need to, I guess I. Hmm. one of one of the many reasons that it pales in comparison to Highlander and also John Wick and all of the other things that it's trying to be um is i don't want to care about this many characters it's yeah. like they're trying to make me care about the like the other dudes i i mean the joe <laughs> Nikki the gay couple are cool and i think maybe they're my they're one of my favorite parts about them because their lives seem to have meaning whereas like and then they this is like sort of part of the of the deal is that like Andy and and Booker like the other bad dude who's like kids died or something I don't remember something like that. Um I've forgotten already forgotten most of this movie. They don't have anyone. So there's something nice about the gay couple because they are they they're when when like Joe gets hurt, Nikki gets pissed off and vice versa. And there's like something fun about that where like they have stakes even though they can't die, which is one of the problems with this movie is that it's just not that interesting if people cannot die. I mean, they remedy that halfway through when Andy can die. But until then, it's like, well, okay, If once I know that they can't die, it's kind of cool that they kill people, but it's also like, well, it's not that interesting to watch someone who's invulnerable. And it's also not to a level like, there's something interesting to me about Superman because he is a God. He is nearly all powerful, but he decides to help people, which is stupid. No real God would do that. But Superman's like, I want to help people. But people who are somewhere in the middle and they're getting shot at, it's like, well, I'm not worried about them because they, <laughs> they will they will be in slight pain for three minutes and then they will be fine. I don't really yeah. care that much.
1: I'd almost care more if they were bad guys,
0: because oh. then I would
1: just be like, what bad stuff are they going to do? How are you going to turn them? Because yeah. that's what I thought it was going to be. I was like, OK, OK, I'm following. And then they were like, no, we're we're trying to do good. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. you know, if they were, you know, if they were almost like uh, in Point Break, <laughs> if yes. they were like the dead presidents or whatever. Oh, yeah. Dude, that would have been fucking awesome. And yes. then they kind of learn their way towards the end. And then I'm excited for a sequel to see what they do once they're good guys. But yes. instead, I'm just kind of like, I may kill another two hours with a sequel, but I doubt it.
0: Yeah. I also wondered, they, they talk early on, they're showing like footage of uh, Syria and other places where obviously horrible things are happening, people are starving. And uh, at some point, Andy says, Andy, who is Charlie Theron's character, says, some good does nothing. Where they're like, what we're doing isn't helpful. But we find out later that it is uh, from Copley, uh, Chew It All, Eduphores character. Uh, nope. I think I got pretty close to that. Um, I, I, we find out that. that see,
1: that's that the real bravery on this podcast. Trying it? You, is you attempted. You attempted to do good.
0: I did. I'm always trying to do good. But mm. I, I don't know. When I heard that, I pictured like an alternate movie that did not happen where they were just like going around killing evil people like they were just complete badass killing evil people like they're going to like fucking Saudi Arabia and killing uh, billionaires and they're going to America and killing all the billion like they're killing every person who sucks and we just see like fucking Bill Gates, he's typing on his computer and they like sneak up behind him and blast him in the head. Just like anybody
1: who is evil, they're just killing them. And they I just ha- walk up behind Bill Gates with his own vaccine. Take <laughs> yeah. the computer chips. You find out they're all just queuing on guys.
0: <laughs> Not exactly, but <laughs> oh, okay. I, I mean, I do want the... I was picturing a movie where they killed people who were evil. And in this movie, they are killing, okay, they kill one or two people who are definitely evil and they kill a bunch of people who are mercenaries and they are bad. Certainly. Yeah. But it doesn't have, it doesn't feel, um, fun that they are
1: getting killed. Yeah. Cause they're all just wearing masks. It might as well. It's sure. kind of like the foot soldiers and teenage mutant Ninja turtles. They're just yes. like, you're just like, oh, okay, well they beat up 50 of those. So when shredder come out, and then Shredder is just like an English guy with a weird tooth.
0: Yes. Uh, played by Harry Melling. He plays Merrick. <laughs> He's um, he is. I I checked. He is not in elf makeup. That is just what his head looks like. That's what his ears look like. That is what his hair looks like. He just looks like an elf and he speaks in a, a British accent, which is how elves speak. So, What's I mean, happen? it makes sense. Um, what else? Any
1: British listeners?
0: I bet we have a few if you hey, if you're in England, the UK, even Ireland or um, mm-hmm. Wales or Scotland, uh, you know, just tweet at us or something. And I will apologize for saying that you are elf people. Uh, if won't. you do not, I will keep saying
1: it. I'll just keep I'll keep backing up Sean to be like, if I see another one of you Elfish <laughs> British fucks all <laughs> my lawn. What are you going to do? I probably just. uh, uh, Wave? I don't know. (laughs) You probably give him your stuff. I'll probably be like, it's Sean Parrott. Sean Parrott (laughs) said these things. (laughs) Go to his house. Get him. (laughs) Yeah. Or at least his social
0: medias. Yes. Kill his social media with a round (laughs) axe. Ooh. Do you think that she went uh, to a special smith, a blacksmith? Okay. Back in B.C. <laughs> I don't know. When did
1: she get this axe? How old is it, this axe? Apparently it was pre-Crusades because the, oh, one, yes. the gay couple met fighting each other in the Crusades. Yes. And they killed each other so many times that they fell in love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a very weird romantic uh, way to meet someone, but kind of nice. I kind of liked all of their stuff. I did wonder, and I don't even know if I'm allowed to ask this question um i think it's cool to have representation but counterpoint uh it's weird when it's like okay look even a gay couple can be murderers it's like well, i don't know that's i mean that's cool i'm glad that they're in this movie and they as i said they're probably my favorite part but it's weird when that is the version of representation where it's like look they can murder to anybody can murder it's isn't this great
1: See, I'm <laughs> for equality. Equality doesn't jump out and surprise me like it does you, Sean. Oh, yes, so, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Ever since Eileen Wuornos, yes. which is also played by uh, Charlize Theron, um, or Furio- Furiosa, yes. um, all these ladies were kind of gay mm-hmm. and murdered. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. To me, it's just an old hat.
0: You're <laughs> right. You're right. I take it back. Um, another thing, another problem, if we're still talking about bad things about this movie, Please. we might as well. Um, at some point they have Charlize as Andy driving a truck and just don't, don't make me think about Mad Max Fury Road in your action movie. Yeah. And it, she's in the desert, she looks like a badass. She's even got the short hair. It's like, well, I, I don't want to have to think about one of the best action movies of the last 20 years while I'm watching a perfectly mediocre action movie.
1: Dude, let's go through some of the things that they tried. Like, this director was all over the place. Maybe it was the editor. Who knows? But yeah. there was some serious uh, Zero Dark Thirty vibes. Yes, So definitely. they tried to the Zero Dark Thirty into it, and they tried to yeah. hurt Locker in a minute. Yes. Um, then they tried to Highlander it, which definitely they definitely failed on Highlandering. Um, yes. But there was Immortals. Um, there was some T2 elements in there because, uh, she, uh, Andy or Charlize Theron tried to, she dressed it, dressed it, uh, addressed it. Thank you. A lot like (laughs) Linda Hamilton in T2. She was always wearing a tank top and like whatever it was, cargo shorts or something, cargo pants. Um, then they tried to, they put us in the desert, which gave you some serious, uh, Fury Road vibes. Um, what's another one? I'm sure I have one written down. Nope. Um, that's about as far as I got, I
0: got mild Raiders of the Lost Ark vibes when they're in a plane, though. I guess um, maybe that's maybe that's Temple of Doom pl- vibes.
1: Yeah, no, that's Lost Ark. That's whenever he kills the big German outside the plane. Remember, and then they get in it. I think Don't they're they? in a plane, probably in all of them, possibly.
0: Like they there, man. That Spielberg is such a hack. He's always putting people in planes. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's my fault for saying that a plane means that it is uh, Raiders right of the Lost Ark. Maybe that is not a hack because you can just put a plane in a movie.
1: But uh, we'll see.
0: Maybe it's the movie's fault for not being interesting enough that I wasn't thinking of other movies. Maybe that's not my fault. Maybe I mean. If I was watching a really great movie about Immortals, I would probably never think about Highlander.
1: Yeah. Whenever right. I watch Highlander, I rarely think about Highlander 2 or any other Highlander. <laughs> no. I just think of Highlander. This you movie, had... as soon as I saw Immortals, I went, well, this is going to be Highlander-y, right? And there's swords. Yeah. yeah. What a. You have down. seen Highlander 2, right? Yes. <laughs> you watched it
0: for Let Us Camp Blood, right?
1: I've watched it a few times, yeah.
0: It is, I will say, I watched it recently, not very oh. good.
1: Yeah, real but bad.
0: there is something interesting about it. Michael Ironside, of course, is something interesting about it. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's also incredibly weird, which mm-hmm. I liked. There, I mean, when you watch that movie, you're barely thinking of the original Highlander because it bears so little resemblance to the first Highlander. Zero. It's so strange. Um, also, um, Wait, what else was I going to say? Oh, fuck. It's uh, about Highlander Yes, Highlander 2. I don't remember what else oh, I was going to say. That's <laughs> all I have to say about Highlander 2. Wait, is it? Mm. there's no Queen, except the one moment. Oh, yeah, there is that reference in Highlander Box. 2. Yes, yep. for some reason. That's even weirder, because when they do that, okay, there's a moment. Why are we talking about Highlander 2? Because we have to. It's,
1: uh, it's almost on par with this movie, and I didn't even hate this movie, but no, it's... Mediocre at best.
0: Yes. Though people seem to love it. If you're listening and you love this fucking movie, I want to say I'm sorry we've talked so much shit about it. And as always, I would never try to take away from your love of this movie. And I know that is an unpopular opinion, but if you started talking shit about Speed Racer, I'd be fine with that. There are plenty of things that you could say about Speed Racer. And you know what? I'd start watching it, and I'd be like, I love this. I feel so good. I'm so glad to watch this movie about this guy who drives a special car. Um, Okay, so Highlander 2. We've got to talk about this. This is important.
1: Yeah, Um, we can turn this into a Highlander 2 podcast if you want to.
0: Yes, let's talk about only Highlander 2. We're going to cut everything we've talked about before this. (laughs) Um, So, uh, the Highlander... uh, Wait, which McLeod is this? This is...
1: It's McCloud. McLeod. McCloud. McLeod. Duncan is the uh, TV, TV.
0: Uh, Connor goes into this weird film noir bar, and uh,
1: he plays some Queen song. Is it? I Wait. It's from the soundtrack. It was in the original Highlander. Yeah. I can't remember if it's Who Wants to Live Forever or something like that. I think it's one of the up-tempo ones. But okay. he plays
0: it, and when it happened, as I was watching Highlander 2, I thought, wait, is this... Does this Highlander 2 movie live in a universe where they could watch Highlander 1? That's what it made me feel like. <laughs> like it was somehow like there was a whole just separate universe where they had watched Highlander 1 and somehow they could make a reference to it. Because otherwise, how could the Queen song be inside of Highlander 2 when it's on the sound soundtrack of Highlander 1? 1, one of the one of the great insane things to put in a movie am i t- is that too confusing josh
1: that's not too confusing at all i'm just you just made my, the gears and that hamster that lives inside <laughs> yeah. my head that makes my thoughts happen just start <laughs> squeak 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 squeak, squeak, squeak.
0: <laughs> okay i have one more thing wait yeah i think this is one more thing um, first edition books this is in so many fucking movies it's in yeah. so many movies and i don't know I'll why they do it <laughs> oh, is there a first edition book in Highlander too? I
1: do think so. I, I think he mentions... No, it might be just his diary from yeah. all the hijinks he's got into in the past bazillion years.
0: This is the first edition of my diary. Um, <laughs> so he's got a first edition of Don Quixote. And I don't understand why people keep putting it in movies. Now, I guess the main idea maybe is these people are wealthy slash... They are erudite. These are thinking people. They love yeah. to read and not. But at the same time, if you get a first edition of Don Quixote, which I, I don't even believe exists because I think they were serialized. So I don't think there is a first edition of it, but maybe there was. Um, you would never, ever read it. Yeah. You, you would never touch it because it's like hundreds of years old.
1: Dude, you would I put had it in I... plastic. I had number three, issue three of The Walking Dead. Yeah. And I opened it one time and I was like, I fucked this up. And I put it back in the bag. Yes. And later sold it for hundreds of dollars.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: So, yeah. So I imagine a book from the fucking 1700s or something. Probably. Is, yeah, whatever is is either falling apart. Yeah. The ink the ink is all fucked up. So why do yeah. you even, do you just put that on your shelf and just go, and somebody comes over and goes, is that a first edition? And you go, yeah, and they go, can I look at it? And you go, if you even breathe near it anymore, I'm going to use my Highlander's sword skills to cut <laughs> yeah. off your goddamn neck.
0: You're not even supposed to be in this room. How did you get in this room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is where my first editions are. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm allowed to be in here. I have my N95 mask to protect <clears throat> the books from my spit and uh, my breath. Of course. Uh, which, which could, and I have the humidifiers and the dehumidifiers, and they're working at the same time. I'm wasting a lot of energy. They're fighting against each other, but they have to keep this room just perfect temperature, perfect Mm -hmm. humidity, so that all of these first editions, which are essentially useless to me, they're just (laughs) things I can look at the spine of it, but I cannot look inside of it. (laughs) Oh, God, I hate it. The more I talk about it, I was just bringing it up as a thing to be annoyed by. But now I'm really pissed off about first editions in general. Let's Dude, burn these books. No, take it back. I <laughs> uh, take it back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> let's burn all books. <laughs> no, let's Anything not burn books. with words, you burn it. <laughs> what um, are you going to say? Could we set up like a, a secret CIA type organization where yeah. we just find where first edition books are being sold and then we go bust those villains? Because it's nine <laughs> times out of ten. It's a villain, right? Oh, yeah. Rarely is it a hero that ever gets a first edition book and goes, oh, Because heroes, they just think about what they're doing in the moment. They don't worry about collecting or any of that shit. Like hardly ever does a hero collect anything. Yes. Because they're not living in the past, and they're also not trying to make big plans for the future. Because every time a hero makes Uh big plans for the future, his daughter or a loved one gets Mm. murdered. Then they go and have to live in the moment of murder.
0: Also, it may have been a tip. You may have cracked the case. Because Charlize, Andy, gave the book to Booker, right? No, no. Wait, it was a, it was the other way around. Booker gave the book to... His name is Booker yeah. and he gave her a book. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, Booker gave the book to Andy, which means he was the villain all along. Oh, oh wait, I forgot to talk about that. We have to talk about that. Oh, so you're talking Booker, about Mr. Orange?
1: Mr. Orange from uh, Reservoir Dogs all of a sudden is, is he the bad guy? Movie? Uh, no, but he's that character.
0: He's essentially that character. Yeah. Yeah. So Booker, played by Matthias Schrenartz, um, he turns on everybody, and then they give him like a slap on the wrist. Like
1: a hundred years slap on the wrist.
0: <laughs> it's a hundred years, but it's. I think this is the problem I have with it. Um, okay, if someone turned on me, and I could not be killed, I guess maybe it wouldn't matter that much. But I would still never trust them again, right? Wouldn't Mm, you never trust someone ever again?
1: No, I mean, especially if you don't have any kind of line of communication with them for 100 years. And you go back and be like, have you learned your lesson and not just stewed and got more (laughs) and more angry at me (laughs) for 100 years because of your solitude of not being able to actually tell people who you really are? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would just... I would. Go home and literally grind an axe. I would have yeah. so many circular axes ground grounded <laughs> that I would just be chopping straight. They come back and be like, "Hey, buddy, and you know, bring me a pizza or something <sighs> like that." Just fucking, I'll slice that pizza with my circular axe. I also wish I've been talking about too many
0: alternate histories of this movie. I wish I someone had gotten it better. To be honest, yeah, he should be beheaded. Someone should be beheaded. <laughs> Yeah. And then either they grow, grow a new head or they put the head back on and then it seals up. That's yeah. return just to make that to movie, itself. please. Yes, yeah. I would absolutely watch that. Um, Do you have other things that you want to talk shit about this movie or even do you have even one more positive thing you want to say about this movie?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, okay. Shirley Theron, breaks a dude's neck with yes. a hip drag takedown, uh, po- made popular in old school wrestling. Yes. I thought that was pretty cool. And also this felt like a movie that should have came out in a theater. Yes. To me it did. It felt like that the whole time where I was like, oh this is what covid gives us. It gives us this on a smaller screen with less sound and yeah. Yeah, more uh, more affordable popcorn, things like mm-hmm. that. I
0: had that That's, same thought like yeah. this I am not loving this movie now, but if I saw this with some of my friends and like people are getting shot and there's pink mist, I'd probably be like, yeah, cool. Yeah, be, I think uh, I would elbow people if I watch this movie with
1: friends. Yeah, it'd be a fun little bro date where you just go there with your buddies and then you laugh at the, the the you know the absurd parts and you go ooh with like you know hip drag takeover, neck, pile driving neck breaks and all yes. that stuff. But yeah, on um, like my thirty two inch screen here, it's <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it definitely wasn't good. And also, I, w- I, would, I was thinking because there's so many volumes of this uh, book. Yeah. Like, there's like, I think, upwards of 10, maybe. Shit. I can't remember. So while I was watching, I was like, are they going to try to cram all this shit into one movie? And it started getting towards the end. And I went, nope. <laughs> I nope. was like, they're going to try to make 50 fucking movies off this. Probably. Yeah.
0: They'll make one a year for the next 15 years, and then... It'll be done
1: it'll Does, be like uh the hobbit except i, I kind of cared about some of those characters even though i didn't like the movies i still kind of like the characters yeah sure yeah
0: wow you're gonna get us in big trouble with that
1: comment why there, oh are there wait. people hobbit heads out
0: there i don't know there must be someone who likes
1: the hobbit we Maybe got shire squires we got uh <laughs> yes i can't think of nothing else
0: i can't there's no other rhymes there's no other possible rhymes uh frodo uh d- nope No, I'm not here.
1: Frodo Dodos?
0: Frodo Dodos, people who love Frodo. Um, We, before I tell you uh, to tell us all of your special internet things, I want to say that next week we are talking with Seth Pomeroy, friend of the show. We are watching Host, the new movie that everybody's talking about that's on Shudder. If you don't have Shudder, uh, you can get a free trial with the code shut in I think it's all caps I'm not sure if it matters but if you type in shut in they're going to give you 30 days and you can watch host and have a great time mm-hmm. um Josh would you tell us all of your very best social medias
1: please well let's start with me At the Josh from TN on all social medias. Follow me. I might follow you back. I can't remember. Sometimes I get spammed by a lot of Russian bots. They're obviously Russian. The Russians are taking us over. They caused that mess in Beirut. So also you can follow my podcast. Uh, I don't mean to get too QAnon about this or nothing. Yeah. Uh, Which I don't even really know what that is. Now that I've said it several times. Is it just the conspiracy theory people that vote for Donald Trump? Is that what QAnon is?
0: Oh, QAnon is, it's like a, all conspiracies bond into oh, one.
1: Yeah, I've, the, I've heard about the it.
0: The Earth is flat, but it's also hollow somehow. Yeah. It's fucking nice weird. Me.
1: I mean, have you ever saw a piece of paper with a center? Of course not. It's hollow. Good point. So, let's go around this way. Uh, you can also follow, if you want to hear some more spicy details about <laughs> Flat, Islander paper, or two? flat <laughs> Earth <laughs> but Islander 2. Uh, go to uh, Letters from Camp Blood. You can look it up at Letters from Camp Blood Pod or Camp Blood Pod. We changed it because we had some old school stuff and then we got back together once again and now it's all messed up. Yeah. Uh, but Blood Camper on Twitter and there's not anybody else with Letters from Camp Blood in their name. So you no. can just Google that. You'll find just, us.
0: Yeah, just Google it. Yeah. That's uh, and while you're while you're in your Google and uh-huh. your Twitter and all of that, Follow us, Food Court Movie Podcast. Uh, on, we are Food Court Cast on Twitter. We're sure Food Mo- Court Movie Podcast on Instagram. Uh, I think it's just Food Court Movie Podcast on Facebook. Those are all of the things we're on. And since you're already probably in an app right now listening or maybe watching us, uh, would you type a wonderful review and give us five stars? I don't know if Twitch has five stars, but give us a thousand stars, whatever the biggest amount of stars is possible give us a hundred stars give us a million stars and uh we will be so happy to have a billion stars um josh i want to thank you so much for being on the show and talking to us about the old guard
1: thank you for having me this has been great
0: (laughs) thank you it was my pleasure and on behalf of you uh and on behalf of rob who uh, we hope will be healthy and wealthy and wise may i say bon appetit Bone now bon